Hello, combatants. Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome back to another fun episode. If you're a longtime follower of Kamidogu, we welcome you back. If you're a newcomer, it would mean the world if you could click follow or subscribe wherever you watch or listen to the podcast, as it greatly helps us out. As you can probably notice, today is more of a solo episode for me as... Unfortunately, Christopher was not able to attend today. It was much to his dismay, but sometimes life gets in the way, and we can completely understand that. We love you, buddy, and we'll see you on the next one. I'd also like to apologize if I sound slightly different due to a pretty bad head cold that I am presently experiencing. With that said and out of the way, for today particularly... We have another Mortal Kombat Conquest star. So, naturally, this one holds a close place to my heart. <laughs> As I'm sure you all know. I've said it once, but I'll say it again. I really wish Netherrealm Studios would take some of these characters from that show and bring them into the video game world as well. One of my favorite characters from the entire Conquest show is easily Vorpax. She was sassy, uh, but intelligent, a skilled warrior, an expert spy, and a part of Kriya's army, being Queen Kriya's first daughter. The astounding actress behind this beloved character is Tracy Douglas. I could not be more excited to have her on the show today, and we have a lot of questions to ask. So, let's switch over to today's interview. All right, and here we are, combatants, joined with the ever-so-lovely Tracy Douglas. It's an honor to have you on Kamidogu today. We've had many of the actors from Conquest on the show, and to simply have you here means a great deal, being the intense MKC fanatic that I am. Thank you for joining us today. It is my absolute pleasure, Marcus. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so I understand... Your brother was a big Mortal Kombat fan, and you were introduced to the series by him. Uh, could you tell us a bit about those experiences, and if you developed an interest from that point rather quickly? Right. So this is back in the day of going to the <laughs> arcades that were in the mall. And I yes. loved the arcades. Those were spectacular. Um, I was a big millipede kind of queen. I'm just saying, don't want to brag. It's not a brag. Nobody knows that game anymore. So. <laughs> but um, my brother, uh, when Mortal Kombat came on, just fell in love with it. So I would watch him playing. I never gained any real aptitude to play the game, but it was fun. All the kills and the characters. And of course, back then, the gore was a big thing. It was like, oh my God, they did that? They did it! They ripped his head off! And That's so, right. yeah. It was it was pretty cool to get to see. <laughs> and I did see the movies, you, so that was my next exposure after the video games was seeing the movies. And I'm a big fan of the fantastic, you know. Um, I yes. read Lord of the Rings, like, I don't know, something like Ooh. that. And I'm not kidding you, something like 21 times throughout the course of my life. <laughs> and, and I loved things having to do with martial arts. So yeah. um, I really enjoyed the Mortal Kombat movies. Excellent, excellent. Uh, in terms of the the games or just your favorite character, uh, who was it? Uh, who was your favorite combatant, you'd say? 
probably I think Raiden. you were Katana, right? Uh, oh, Raiden. Yeah, probably Raiden. I mean, in retrospect <laughs> now, I, I did dig Katana. Um, yeah, but probably. <laughs> Quan Chi was pretty amazing as well, I have to admit. Yeah, he's my favorite yeah. character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tell us a little about the auditioning process for MK Conquest. Uh, one in particular attached you to this series, and uh, how many auditions did you have to do? I had to do three auditions in total, and I loved the fact that I would get to be a fighter. And also <laughs> that at the start, you know, as I read this script, that it was... Um, uh, like the villainous sort of character. I know that she took a turn throughout the series, but um, that really appealed to me. And then the martial arts aspect was spectacular. So the first audition I showed up and was able to, you know, just do the reading with the casting director. Second audition was with Aunt Larry Caston and um, really enjoyed that. And then they had me come back for a third audition to see me move and fight and learn a few things and see, you know, if that would be an element of uh, the shooting that I would be able to show up for and that mm. <laughs> um were you studying any type of martial arts at this time beforehand or i had studied aikido beforehand yeah ah. so i did study for about a year ah you've you've also confirmed that um during a lot of your more like intense stunts in the show you actually used a male uh to clarify with Mortal Kombat diehards, was it John Medlin or Johnny Trinugian who performed these? The latter. Yeah. Oh. Johnny yeah, it was not John Medlin. <laughs> I would have paid to see that. <laughs> oh, oh man, my heart was just there for Johnny every single time he came out in that costume. And I mean he was he's a consummate professional, right? But no, no. Yeah, he didn't want to be in that. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. And that's thing. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Guy. That's so good. Such a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you trained with Dana He. Is that accurate? Yeah, that is true. She was so wonderful. Her Taekwondo skills, my gosh, off the chart. <laughs> Such a generous person and just amazing to get to watch. I was very lucky yeah. to get to train with her. Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had her on the show. She was she was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, do you remember doing a fair amount of work inside those fight scenes though? So what I would end up doing, they do the intro and the outro and whatever they could of um, identifying moves that were in within my ability to do, they would do that as well. And so, yeah, I was able to do a few things, but um, oh. Johnny totally took the bulk of all of it. Yeah, but <laughs> there, there were a few cuts where I did get to show up as yeah. me. Yeah, that's always exciting to see. Yeah, it's really so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you strongly disliked uh, wearing the green suit for Pax Always Dawned. Uh, could you tell us a little about that? And did you keep the attire or anything at all from set? So 
The only thing that I kept from set was the necklace, which was mine. And I added it to oh. the costume, so I still have that one, my little dagger. Um, <laughs> about the costume, boy, I loved the way it looked. And I loved how fierce I looked in it. That was spectacular. I adored that. Yes. I was like, yeah! What was not <laughs> fun about it was, um, so the, the strings, they would cut in really deeply into my shoulder. And then there was a lot of padding too. That was, uh, you know, the nineties, the big breasts were still. <laughs> so they're like, let's, 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 let's help you out here. Let's pop these. And so that was a little squishy. Um, so yeah, yeah. but man, about the <laughs> wardrobe, the costume, so incredible on that show. And the costume designer was spectacular. Yes. And other than that, I didn't keep anything. Not the band, no, or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I noticed, uh, uh, I would say maybe the first five episodes, um, you, you had a tattoo near, near your belly button. Um, is it true you got irritated by it and you requested it to be removed? <laughs> no, I don't recall that at all. Um, no? Nope. Jeez, so my memory's not the most wonderful thing about me. Oh, However, I, I don't I don't recall getting irritated by it. It might have been since it, okay. it, it was temporary. So maybe it had to do with the fact that it would get worn off, if anything. Oh, okay. Could be. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But I honestly don't recall, Marcus. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. Um, Yeah, I, I know it's going back a while here and so forth. But um, say... Do you recall uh, filming anything uh, that didn't ultimately end up uh, on the, on screen? Uh, any particular moments, any scenes? Well, I do remember that when Vorpex was kind of revealed to be part of the Korea, that there yeah. was uh, a lot of discussion about a costume change for me. And they went oh. through, we went through an iteration that... Um, ultimately did not end up being used. And I remember at the time being very disappointed Whoa. and crushed by it because uh, I thought it was a pretty sweet costume change and there was like this headdress sort of thing. Uh, but it didn't come to pass. We stayed with Vorpax in the costume that she had. And so that's one of the things that I can think of that we tried okay. and then decided against. Hmm. Do you have any recollection of uh, of what the the main costume looked like by chance, or I, I remember that there was velvet involved, and that's oh, probably yeah. about all that I remember of that. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Good. Um, let's talk about some funny moments on set. I understand uh, the love scenes between you and Bruce were a little awkward, and one time somebody on the crew sort of played a prank on you guys. Uh, could you elaborate on that? I'd be glad to. And I'll even tell you who the crew member was because he became one of my friends. His name was Dan Wilkerson. Okay. And him and his wife, Dawn, are still friends to this day. Um, Dan still works in film and TV. And his wife is, an, is a teacher of editing and film. They're wow. a fantastic couple. So much fun. And Dan loved to play pranks. So during <laughs> one of the scenes that we had on unbeknownst to me and Bruce, Dan had placed a certain little device under the mattress where I was laying. 
And right as Bruce kind of made his approach and was coming close to laying on top of me, Dan activated the fart machine. <laughs> and we lost it. <laughs> oh my God. It was so funny. I remember just having tears coming down my eyes. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> wow. Do you, do you remember if that was the scene uh, where you guys were filming in Splendid China in the Koreans' camp? Or was that in Shang Tsung's cavern in a different episode? Shang Tsung... Well, let me think. Let me think. No, it was the Korean camp. I'm oh, pretty was the Korean positive. Camp. Yeah. yeah. No, because there would have been no opportunity in Shang Tsung's cavern. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, because there were more posh posh, you know, kind of textile deals around me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bruce shared with us that he actually became pretty good friends with you back then. Uh, and you had some fun outings together. Yeah. Do you have any great memories offset with him or <laughs> any other of the cast members for that matter? Sure. Uh, I don't know if Bruce talked about this. Um, one of the things, well, I love to eat. I love all kinds of food. So going out to eat with all the various cast members, man, we would do that, go out to the restaurants in Orlando. There was a really great one at Disney. I think it was called Top of the World at the time or something like that. I honestly don't remember. But okay. with Bruce specifically, what I, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but one day of the week, they would have all you could eat crab and lobster. And we would <laughs> go there. <laughs> and it was mayhem. <laughs> Wow. We had a great time just sitting there and just talking and cracking the shells and eating nonstop. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, wow. back in um, uh, Los Angeles, after you know we'd wrapped the first season, I used to get to go out to lunch with Daniel. Um, he and his girlfriend at the time, I, I honestly don't know if they're still together or not. Uh, forgive me, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, um, but we had lovely times going out to eat there, too. And... Uh, yeah, and then of course, right, Bruce and I did become good friends at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've made it public before that your favorite episode was Balance of Power. That's the one where Vorpax uh, murders her mother, Queen Kriya, and your favorite fight scene was Vorpax versus Ciro. Elaborate on these special moments and some of the highlights you had filming these. Sure. Well, Balance of Power... I never knew that that was coming. And so that it was really special for me to get to know that um, they had ideas in mind about where they wanted to take Vorpax and that it was uh, more multidimensional than what I had thought. So that was really neat. Um, I enjoyed having the ability to kind of shift gears and play more with my acting. So that was really special about that. And then the fight with Ciro, um, I don't remember very well. No, that's one I don't <laughs> recall too well. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, do you remember any particular scenes that just come up to the top of your head that you'll never forget doing? Uh, you know, as soon as you said that, the outdoor scenes that we would do, um, gosh, Katana, I remember those. I remember the ones with Roshamba because she was on the show yes. as well. And uh, a delight to work with um, 
both of those characters. Uh, let me see what else I remember as... It was always fun working with Bruce in the cavern. We just had a blast with that for sure. And then <laughs> Jeffrey Meek was a dream to work with. Class act, amazing actor. Yeah. Um, always oh. enjoyed time around him because he had such a really grounding, wonderful presence and just consummate professional. Um, and then Adonis Maropi as Quan Chi. There was fun. That was really nice. I thought that the two of us had good chemistry there. I had always kind I of so too. Be able to, you know, see what might have happened between Quan Chi and Vorpax. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. My favorite character of all time, honestly. And so, and you were up there, trust me. And so to see you two col uh, collaborating like that, you know, it was just fabulous. Loved it. Thank you so much. It Sure yeah. was a ton of fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure Larry was very lenient when it came to giving you some freedom in regards to where your character would go in the series. Do you recall any arcs uh, during the show where your influence, uh, you know, played out? Or do you remember suggesting anything to Larry regarding your character in general? Um, no. I think Larry had a pretty clear idea about what he wanted to have happen for Warpax, and I do recall receiving some direction at times about, hey, just so you know, we would like you to take her more in this direction. We want more subtlety in your acting, is what he told me. And oh. so was able to make uh, the adjustment that he requested. And I think that maybe that lent itself to being able to have Warpax go in a different direction. Yeah, okay. Uh, do you still keep in contact, uh, by small chance, uh, with any of the cast or crew from that show? Just Dan and Don. Uh, Bruce intermittently. We get to touch base every once in a while, and um, that's that's about it. Very of course, cool. I Very still cool. wish everybody well. Such a fantastic yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, some of the actors that we had on the show revealed to us that on some particular episodes the writing and dialogue was uh constantly changing even amidst uh filming one such episode was festival of death uh do you remember being a little frustrated with any sudden changes uh were you greatly challenged by this i do remember that there were some changes in dialogue on set or last minute being frustrated with it uh i don't recall I was particularly frustrated, and I, I don't know, people might have other memories of me that, that I was. Um, <laughs> <sighs> but it, there's nothing that stands out right now, so I don't think I was traumatized mm. by anything. <laughs> no, no, I think it was more Bruce. He said he was so, like, frustrated with it. <laughs> okay, okay, got it, yeah. Bruce yeah. loved to prepare. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, he, he took this, yeah, he, his acting is his craft. And um, yeah. I, I know that a lot of my previous work to Mortal Kombat, I'd done a lot of commercials. And I think that maybe, and then I'd done work on soaps too. And on soaps, ah. there were, were changes that would come, you know, relatively quickly. So maybe um, that kind of gave me a little bit more of a flexibility. And that's why I don't recall being frustrated with script yeah. changes. Yeah. Um, we all know that show business is a tough business. Uh, when it comes to the cancellation of season two, 
how did you react upon receiving the news that Conquest didn't get picked back up? Were you quite surprised? I was very surprised and bitterly disappointed. Yeah. We all had expected it to come back. Uh, our ratings were starting to move in the direction that everybody was very happy. Well, I mean, it steadily grew from what I recall. And yeah. we were in a good place at the end of um, the airing of that season. And so it was very surprising that um, it was my understanding that the studios couldn't come to an agreement about it. And that was a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. It's been made clear that season two did have a guideline set out. Uh, I believe the Elder Gods would have reversed everything that Shao Kahn had done in the last episode uh, as he broke the rules. Uh, did you hear anything at all regarding where your character Vorpax was supposed to go next? I heard no details, only that she was going to be playing a goodly sized role in what was going to be happening in season two. Oh, that's exciting. Wow. Just the fact alone. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> it would have been great <laughs> to, to see. Yeah. Where would have you liked to see your character go? Yeah, I'm sure she had lots of unfinished business with Shang Tsung. For sure. <laughs> yep. I would have loved to have seen her kind of um, playing the moral ambiguity of her having her own goals for her people. And... um uh, how she was going to find her place in this realm that uh, she had been very cruelly treated, you know, and where it was that she might have sought some vengeance and bent maybe her own code. Uh, and then also sure. she was serving her people. So would she have been able to rise to the occasion of that? I think that would have been neat to see mm -hmm. what, 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 she, yes, what would yes. she have done. What would you say are some of your um, favorite personality traits of Vorpax? What do you think makes her so special in your eyes? Oh, I love that she was a fighter, of course. I think that's spectacular. Yeah. And I also think that uh, I believe that she watched a lot more than people gave Vorpax credit for. I think she knew a <laughs> whole lot more about people's psyches and how to play them and um, how to cater towards what was needed in any given situation to be able to get what she wanted. So she was yeah. she was sly, I liked that. And she also had a big picture, I think, in her head. And uh, I appreciate that kind of larger global scale thinking. Galaxy Absolutely. Thinking. Yeah. Beautifully said, beautifully said. Thank you. Um, do you have uh, any other uh, great memories on set uh, that you'd like to share with our audiences? There, you know, there is one memory that I do have of when Larry took us all out to eat at that restaurant that I mentioned. <laughs> um, just because it was, he was such a kind, generous person. And our cast, we all just really enjoyed each other thoroughly. And I remember the lights sparkling outside. I remember the excellent food. I remember lots of laughter. And so that, that's one that really sticks out for me. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of all the sets? I heard they were absolutely grand and so you know, like well-crafted. Everyone was impressed. Yeah, the sets were pretty amazing. Our crew was wonderful. That was at the time when Florida started to become a hotbed for production. And I, we had the best of the best. 
And so I, I was really grateful for that as well. Very talented, very dedicated people, and, and they knew how to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know you keep intensely uh, busy with your current career, but if, say, Larry, or anyone else for that matter, were to offer you a chance to return as Vorpax in uh, maybe a short series, would you be interested in making a comeback? I would jump at the chance. What a blast <laughs> that would be. <laughs> For sure. Oh, now, now that's what I like to hear. That is wonderful. We would love to see you back, Tracy. Thank you very much. I love what I do as a mental health therapist very much. Um, and I do miss that aspect of my life because it was, it was great to get to do that. You know, it's funny. We we had Larry Kastanoff on the show rather recently. I and said his name bad. Oh, shoot. I said it. I get, oh, did you? I made a mistake. I didn't right? think you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's no. okay. <laughs> oh, no, wait. You got his last name slightly wrong. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah, That's okay. We're, we're on the human. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and what he kept saying, he said it like two, three times to us. The thing he kept saying, he's like, I never watch my work, but he's like, I finally decided all these years later to watch Conquest. And what I kept saying to myself over and over again was, Vorpax is so good. Tracy was amazing. Vorpax is so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I so swear to God. Oh. I swear to God. He well, loved thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, he's spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice yeah yeah so if Larry you get back to it you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's gotta yeah. happen it's gotta happen yeah yeah I agree even all these years later there is a cult following for conquest trust me so you know keep That's your fingers crossed yeah. never say never yeah well you know I, I had something very sweet happen I um only just recently reached out, uh, started an Instagram handle. I don't even know how to say okay. it. If that's the right thing. I started an Instagram account, okay? Um, and one of the Mortal Kombat Conquest fans reached out to me and connected with me. And nice. so uh, he had mentioned that the show was really special to him because he was bullied a lot as a kid. And it was one of the things that he would watch and it made him feel better. He'd enter the universe, he'd be with the characters, and it helped him through a rough spot in his life. And I was like, dude, I understand. And I'm so glad that it was something that brought you some escapism and some joy and yes. some hope. So I, I have mad respect for our fans, and I'm grateful to hear that they remain so enthusiastic. That's so gratifying and cool. That's a wonderful story. Thanks for sharing that with us. That's wonderful. You bet. Um, yeah, you know, myself, I've been a, a, a diehard fan since around around the age of four, believe it or not. Really? You That's know. so cool? Yeah. It started with the Super Nintendo. I played okay. the, the first game, fell in love with it. Honestly, the characters I thought were so unique and so darn cool. You know, I just really fell into that universe and I vividly remember um, in 98, 
Uh, I, I'm in Canada, so it was the Space Channel. Every Thursday, 9.30, I had to watch Conquest. Had to watch Conquest. And honestly, I can't, I can't reiterate this enough. It was by far one of the best times of my life watching that show. All 22 episodes, the quality was just so high. Uh, the acting was spectacular. The action was so much fun. And, uh, you know, I think Larry really nailed this this universe as he did, you know, especially the first movie in the show. And uh, so we, we, we all greatly appreciate, you know, your contribution to this series. That is incredibly kind of you and moves me deeply. Thank you so much <laughs> for saying that. Wow. Oh, I, you bet. I'm very lucky to have been a part of that and continue to remain so. Very special time in my life. Wonderful people and just such a good time. Now, I understand you produced and starred in a few short films towards the end of uh, your acting career. What were some of these projects? Perhaps you can let the fans know. Sure. One of them, um, this is during the time of Baby Einstein. Many people won't even remember what that is, but they were a DVD series about babies. And so um, I produced something that was called One Wee World, and it was going to be about celebrating different uh, countries and cultures in the world so that children could learn about them. So we produced one DVD, uh, cool. One, one Wee World Celebrates Mexico, and um, got a bunch of awards for it. And I, I honestly think it was something that was just ahead of its time. I believe if we would have had YouTube, because wow. we didn't have YouTube or anything oh. like that then. Um, uh, and some of the uh, other avenues and channels that are available, I think, you know, it, it could have been pretty great. Um, and then it, it, uh, the other short films that I did, my husband is a, a filmmaker and it, they were for short film festivals here. And so they were nice. projects of love and fun and creativity that I was involved in. Yeah. Um, in terms of your current job, um, how many years total has it been now? And uh, I'm sure you've, you've faced some great challenges in that industry as well. Yes. So I've been a mental health therapist for 10 years and then co-owner of the clinic that I'm at for about three years now. And yeah, huge demand for what we do. I'm so grateful that more people are understanding that attending to mental health is important and that it's becoming less stigmatized. I adore what I do with all my heart. I am not kidding when I tell you that every person who walks through my door is a warrior and I have mad respect that they are here to do something for themselves, to heal, to grow, to, to learn about who they are. And I, um, it, it moves me deeply to get to do this job here. Yeah. yeah, and my colleagues are amazing here as well. I've been very lucky to be working with such wonderful people in my career. For sure. Like almost all my life, I have had good fortune in that respect. So, yeah. And it's Certainly very, a bonus. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think uh, my, my co-host Christopher uh, wanted to ask this. Um, is it true you were in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith? So, no, I never was in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What I was okay. in was a music video with Will Smith and That's Billy it. Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I, yep, yep, yep. Um, I, it was a, 
in retrospect, it was an awful thing in that um, I, uh, the part that I'm of the video that I'm in, I kind of, I, I lip synced. I was like, the, the, the <laughs> woman who actually did the rap wasn't in the video. I lip synced to that. And so I'm kind of like, oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, now I'm like, oh, would that have been really a good idea? Probably not now. But then, I mean, that's what you did. So I did. And um, actually, Will Smith and I dated very briefly, very briefly, um, right before what? he got, yeah, right before he um, got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, we, we met up a couple of times and enjoyed each other's company. <laughs> He's a really wow. nice person. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was really neat to obviously see him go out and do the pilot and then watch it explode. That was really special. Yeah. Couldn't be, um, happened to a wonderful person. <laughs> so Tracy, we're going to switch things up a little bit here and we're going to go to the last segment of the show. And that is called final round. So what we're going to do during this final round is just sort of ask you some fun questions, get to know you a little more. And so the first question being, in your lifetime, what was your very first job ever? Telemarketing sales at 14 years old. And I was oh. a beast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they hired me. That was the damnedest thing. I was a smooth talker then too. So maybe the seeds of Vorpex were already in me then. But yeah, <laughs> let me thank. <laughs> I love it. Do you have any nicknames? Uh, no. Well, my legal name is Teresa. And so Tracy actually uh, has a nickname. It's weird from the moment I was born, my parents started calling me Tracy and that's the way it was all my life, but it's not my legal name. My legal name is actually Teresa, Teresa Angela Douglas. Would you look at that? Yes. One of the best pieces of advice you've ever been given. <laughs> uh, probably from Bruce Locke to buy my home in Los Angeles when I did right before all this stuff. <laughs> Right before all the home prices went up. Um, that was a great piece of advice to get that home. So I appreciated that. Um, and I guess uh, another one would be to um, know my worth. And I yes. uh, got that advice from a very beloved person who is like a soul brother to me. And so, yeah. Very good. What are some of your secret talents? Secret talents. Holy smokes. I'm still really <laughs> flexible. Uh, oh. Probably more so because what? I'm, I'm 52 years old now and yeah, I'm still doing my yoga. So uh, I would say that that's a secret <laughs> talent. Um, I think also I'm really good at coming up with names for products and taglines, I think. <laughs> I've got a project coming up. As a matter of fact, I can't talk about it right now because um, it is in development. Uh, but within the next few months here, I'm going to be unveiling something and it is a return to the screen. So what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit no of something. No way. Yeah. If fans would like to follow me and see what I'm up to, please do check me out at Tracy Savers because uh, it'll be developing in the next few months here. And I'm super excited about it. Very geeked. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Yeah, I will be keeping an eye out. I am also very excited. That's wonderful. It's going to be so good to see you back. Oh, thanks, Marcus. I appreciate that. <laughs> ah, here's a here's a fun one. Okay. If, if you stumbled upon an ancient lamp and a genie emerged, granting you three wishes, mm-hmm. what would you wish for? Three wishes. Hmm. <laughs> So I'm a mom of four children, so I would make one of my wishes about uh, happiness for my children. Um, One of my other wishes would be to get to visit every country in the world, because I love to travel. And then another wish would... Honestly, I practice something that's called meta meditation. It's loving kindness meditation. And so my third wish would be what I pretty much say multiple times throughout the day. May we all be happy and free from suffering. Could you imagine a world where all of us were just happy and free from suffering? I mean... Uh, that would be something. It would be something. <laughs> so I, I know, would ask you yeah. Well said. I like it. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> oh, guilty pleasure. Let me see here. Uh, you know, probably eating. I, I, I love to eat. I just <laughs> do. I Everything, anything. I think there was once in my life a cheese that I didn't like, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it was in France, and I was like, oh, this is some dank stuff, but I, I don't think there's anything else that I haven't enjoyed. Yeah, I'm a huge foodie too. You know, it's it's funny because uh, there's so many different types of cheeses, but I think I've only tried like the most like generic basic ones. You know, oh. cheddar, mozzarella, Monterey Jack, um, blue cheese. Okay. That's about it. Have okay. you tried like really, really good ones? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm in Wisconsin, Marcus. <laughs> so we've got cheeses <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there there are spectacular cheeses in the world. Definitely give more no. a chance. Yeah. <laughs> and so finally, tell us a funny story uh, or uh, a very embarrassing moment in your life that you'll never forget. All right. Um, I remember being in, this was middle school, so it had to have been eighth grade when I transferred to middle school. And (laughs) I remember um, gym class. How many of these involve gym class that you've done, Marcus? Like so many of them, right? Gym class is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) Kills me. That's good. So I was doing a vault and I was feeling, because like I said, I'm still flexible now. I was really super flexible then. So I was feeling like, all right, I'm going to show these people something. I got skills. I'm going to show them. So I did the vault and I don't know how it happened, but in the midst of doing the vault, my shirt flew off. Oh, no. And my shirt was gone and I landed on the ground and my shirt was over there. (laughs) Terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one you'll never forget for sure. No. No. Mm-mm. No. Oh, well, Tracy, this has been so incredibly fun. Um, and uh, yeah, is there anything else besides that upcoming project uh, that you'd like to promote at this time? 
other than the project that I'm going to be working on, there's uh, nothing else that I, I think <laughs> that um, is in the works to share about. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any uh, last words you want to say to your fans right now at this time before we exit? Oh, I would love to say thank you so much for supporting us. Um, it, it was a joy to get to learn that our fans were so uh, present and vocal and growing and were as bummed as we were when we didn't come back for a second season. It is a joy to get to hear from the gentleman that reached out on Instagram to get to hear from you about the way that Mortal Kombat Conquest was a part of your lives. So thank you for that. It's deeply meaningful and fills my heart. So thank you so much, Marcus. And thank you to all of you fans out there who persist in your passion and enthusiasm. It's super cool. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Marcus. I appreciate you having me here. All right, my friends. It's been great. And we thank you for joining us today. Hopefully we'll have a few more of these Conquest-themed episodes yet. Me and Chris have been keeping busy, as usual. Lots of neat stuff coming up. Hope you're all doing well, and we'd appreciate if you could spread the word about our podcast. Until next time, you know how it goes. Have fun, stay safe, and stay flawless.